from around the world. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. One could not avoid a sensation of prying eyes, though there sat merely one home on the block of 3113 King's Crossing. The feeling was so inescapable that many chose to bypass this particular block in some vain attempt to avoid the hungry glares, avoid those shadowy observers rumored to dwell here. But there was nothing to be found in plain sight, other than trim lawns under a shroud of autumn leaves here in serene suburbia. Nothing but a century-old home, and adjoining it, an iron-gated final resting place for a local congregation, so there could be little truth, you see, to those tales of menacing voyeurs. For the next-door neighbors of this lone residence at 3113 King's Crossing were each long dead and buried. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Our All Hallows' Eve tale is from the pen of John Ballantyne, an original piece that takes us to a place in suburbia where the grass grows green and horror hides in plain sight. Our play is called Whispers from Hell. I guess the neighbor's kids are really quick on their feet. Wow. Let me guess, the old uh, knock-and-dash routine. That was really weird, though. I hate to break it to you, sweetie, but every neighborhood's got a practical jokester. It's just, they had to be really fast because they were knocking just before I opened the door. I mean... It's just kids. You're right. Unless... What? Unless what? Unless it was the neighbors next door. This is you trying to be cute, isn't it? You're talking about... Uh, the neighbors next door? We're the only people I know living next to a graveyard. Maybe one of them climbed up out of the ground hankering for some of your cheesy popcorn. You did mention something about cheesy popcorn? You're cruising, mister. I'll pause it. I know you love the previews. I don't care about the previews, butthole. I'm headed home now. Picked up a few things at the grocery. Hey, you want to eat with us tonight? What's on the menu? Spaghetti bake and Greek salad. I don't know. I've got to finish this thesis before Wednesday. You can crash with us. 
I won't bug you. I know, but you guys are on the other side of town now. Traffic sucks ass. It'll take forever You're such to... a huge baby. So how are you doing? I mean, after everything that went down with that perv at your job. I'm fine. You know they fired that douchebag and all. But our lawyer thinks we have a good case against the company, so... I haven't decided if I'm going back to work or not. I mean, they didn't do a proper background check, and he was a repeat sex offender. He could have hurt you, Megan. I mean, it really could have been... Well, thank God he didn't. He was a real sicko. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Creeps me out with Joel having to work nights. Here's my stop. Hey! Anything weird or paranormal going on in the house? Are you kidding me, Kayla? Seriously! I just started this new course in metaphysical phenomenon. We're doing the stuff like you see in those ghost hunting shows we used to watch. And this is going to help you in the real world how? Come on! It's fun! We're doing an investigation at this old hospital next weekend. What makes you think we'd have... That's weird. What's weird? This older lady that got off the bus at my stop? I think she's following me. Maybe she lives in your neighborhood. How far are you from the house? Just a block. I know everyone on our street. I don't recognize her, though. They say, on average, 6% of the people you see in the city every day are actually ghosts. Where'd you dig up that statistic? Class or Facebook? Common knowledge, Megan. What does she look like? I don't want to stare. Uh, she's got a cream-colored coat and a reddish scarf over her head. You remember how Aunt Ruthie dresses? Yeah. Sort of like that. Oh, never mind. She's turning into the cemetery next door. Why is that creepy? Is she carrying flowers? No. Just one of those old lady purses. Maybe the reason you don't recognize her is because she doesn't live in one of the houses on the street. Maybe she stays in the cemetery. <laughs> okay. I'm hanging up now. Jeez, I'm just kidding. Have fun with your thesis. Are you home yet? Yep. Walking in the door. I'll give you a buzz later. there, Taffy. You miss your mommy, don't you, pretty girl? Looks like a message from your daddy on the fridge. Sorry, honey. Had to go in early. Second shift foreman called in. We'll text later if it doesn't get too crazy. Looks like it's just you and me, Taffy. If that's the cable guy, I'm gonna scream. They were supposed to be here this morning. Okay, this is not funny anymore. You hear me? You need to cut out these silly little games! This is nuts! Stupid kids. Usually about 8 or sometimes 9 in the morning. It just depends. Uh, look, I know you don't have time to stay up with me on the phone all night. I mean, you've got your thesis and... Uh, it's not a big deal. What time is it, anyway? 
About a quarter till twelve. Wow, it is late. I've got an early class with Professor Snoresville tomorrow. That's okay. I'm gonna cut the lights out and try to get some sleep. Are you sure you're okay? I'm fine. I'm already in bed. I can barely keep my eyes open. Well, call me if you need me, sis. I've got the phone right next to me. Thanks. I will. Good night. Night. Nobody keeps my feet warm like you, Taffy. Oh, shit. in my house. You have an intruder in your home? Yes. What is your street address, ma'am? Oh my god, I'm so nervous I can hardly remember. Uh, We live at 3113 King's Crossing. Alright, ma'am, give us a moment. 3113 King's Crossing. Where are you located inside the house? I'm on the second floor in my bedroom. Oh god, he's coming up the stairs. Try to stay on the line, ma'am. We're dispatching a unit to your address. He's coming up the hall. Jesus, he's right outside my door. Hurry, for Christ's sakes, hurry. Try to remain calm. Is there somewhere secure you can hide? Ma'am, are you still there? Ma'am? Ma'am? Hey, you asleep? Ah! Ma'am. What the hell, Megan? It's me. Joel? Oh, thank God. Ma'am? You scared the living shit out of me. Oh, well, who'd you think it was? I thought it was someone breaking in the house. Ma'am, are you still on the line? Ma'am? Oh, God, this is embarrassing. Ma'am. I- I'm so, so sorry. False alarm. It was just my husband coming home from work. Uh, uh, everything's okay. So, just to clarify, you no longer need assistance? Right. I'm sorry. I will cancel the dispatch. If that is all we can do for you, ma'am, please have a safe evening. I'm so sorry. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're really shook up. I didn't expect you. Yeah, well, the storm knocked out the power. Sat around until they finally sent everyone home. You want me to flip the lamp on? No, I'm just getting out of these clothes and I'm coming to her to bed. I just get really freaked out here alone at night, you know? <sighs> well, it's okay. I'm here now. You can put it out of your head. Any chance he might get transferred to days or something? I don't know. I wouldn't cut on it anytime soon. That's discouraging. Sorry. Not much I can do about it. Sure you don't want to take a shower? Why? You want to fool around? You stink, Joel. I thought you might find my manly musk appealing. (laughs) You're impossible. Yeah? What are you doing? I'm trying to comfort my wife. Is that a crime? Hmm. I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, thanks for the wake-up call, Taffy. Hmm, where'd your daddy go? Joel? It's cold in here. Hey, where'd you go? (laughs) What do you mean? I'm at work, babe. I thought you said the power was out. No, we've had power all night. Pretty nasty storm, though. Just now getting a chance to give you a buzz. 
You came home last night. Said the power was out at the plant. You came to bed and we... Did you get into the cooking sherry again? I've been at work all night. Look, I'm gonna finish up logging these reports and I'll be home in about an hour. Can I pick you up something? Breakfast sandwich, coffee... Hey, are you still there, babe? Did I lose you? No, um, I'm here. I'm just... All right, sleepyhead. Just text me what you want. I'll swing by the donut shop, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah, fine. I'll see you in a bit. Goodbye. What the hell's wrong with me? Wow, this place is nice. How do you and Joel afford something like this? Well, Jill's parents helped us out. You know how loaded they are. You are so lucky. You can set your bags in this room, but if you need a little more space, the other room is big. No way! This is freaking stellar! A perfect view of- The graveyard? Exactly why our bedroom is on the other side of the hall. Awesome sauce. Pretty sure they'll take away your goth card if you utter the words awesome sauce again. Haha, you slay me. Okay, there's a bathroom in the hall here that's all yours. Don't flush any tampons like you did in my old apartment, Kayla. The plumbing in this place is pretty old. One clogged toilet and I'll never hear the end of it. Here's our bedroom. Nice! I like the comforter. It's cozy. Hey there, Taffy. How's my little sweetheart? Check this out. What is it? It's a little digital recorder I brought home from class. What are you going to do with Here, speak into the mic. Kayla, I love you, but you're a crazy bitch. Seriously, you said you had some kind of weird experience here in the house the other night. Do you care to elaborate? Maybe later. I've got a job interview this afternoon, so I'm going to take a quick shower. There's cold pizza in the fridge from that Greek place. Cool, I'm just going to record here in the space in the house, see if there are any rescue spirits that want to speak to us. So if there's anyone here that wishes to communicate and make their presence known... This device that I'm holding can register your voice even if I can't hear you. If you want to communicate, just speak into it. Is there anyone here in the bedroom? Anyone? Hey, Megan, do you remember that old house on Gregory Street we used to play hide-and-seek in? Yeah, I remember. This place reminds me of that. Think of all the cool places we could hide. Kayla, are you ghost hunting while I'm taking a shower? Uh, yeah. Well, get out of here. What's the big deal? I don't want you in here. Not with you. It'll end up in class or on the internet or something. Seriously, Megan? It's not like there's a big market for porn audio. I don't want you talking to dead people in here while I'm buck naked. Seriously, Megan? Get are you PMSing? Now! Jeez! What's your problem? Of the house. Where are you? On the bus. I'm just about at my stop. Yeah, looks like your sister's got dinner covered tonight. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, who'd have thunk it, right? I didn't even know she could cook. So, listen, are you okay? You've been acting a little off the past few weeks. Have I done something? No, it's not you. It's just... <sighs> There's a lot going on with that lawyer and the whole situation with the old job. 
I keep trying to put that out of my head, you know? Sure. I understand. And this job hunting, everything with the house... What's wrong with the house? Uh Oh, nothing. It's just... Well, here's the deal. I I missed my... Joel, I might be pregnant. What? I know it's not the way we planned, but... That is so freaking awesome! I mean, I didn't even know if we could. You know, the doctor talks like... Look, baby, just don't get too excited yet. Don't tell Kayla or your parents or anyone. Not until we know for sure. A lot can happen. It's gonna be kind of hard to contain myself, but okay. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. This is like really, really... Man, I'm speechless. Well, that's a first. (laughs) Hmm. Looks like her again. Who are you talking about? The little old lady that gets off at my stop. She's headed into the cemetery again. I think I'm gonna go speak with her. Just curious about something. I can come out and meet you. Joel, there's something else we need to talk about, and... Well, it's about something that happened a few weeks ago. Sure. What's wrong? Is... is everything... Do you want to talk about it now? Just give me a couple minutes and I'll be in, okay? I'm so excited. You don't... you don't even... (laughs) I know. there. I don't mean to intrude. Oh, you're fine, dear. Just dropping off some fresh irises. You have a loved one here? Yes. My husband, Gil, he's been... he's been gone well for quite a few years now. I'm Nora. Hi. Megan. Nice to meet you. Do you know someone here? Uh, do I know someone? Do you have someone buried here? Oh, um, no, I don't. I live in the house there, right next door. Oh, I see. Well, I've always admired that place. It's a beautiful house. Don't think I'd have wanted to live there, though. Really? Is it because there's a graveyard here? No, it's because it sits next door to this particular graveyard. Why? I mean, your husband's here. I didn't really want Gil buried here, but it was his choice. I'm sorry. I don't quite understand. Have you ever felt like something's wrong with this place? Um, I think so. Maybe. I've always had that feeling here. If you don't mind my asking, Nora, why do you think your husband wanted to be buried here? Does he have family? No, not here. Gil was warden at the penitentiary, you see. The one over there near Ravencrest. He worked there all his life. Started out at the bottom as a corrections officer. As odd as it may seem, I sometimes believe he felt it was his duty to be laid to rest here. As if he could still stand guard. Stand guard? In the cemetery? (laughs) Just an odd notion of mine, dear. I really don't know what his reasoning was. I loved my husband very much, but I won't be buried next to him. Not in this place. Nora, what do you think there is to guard against? There are very bad men buried here. Evil men. No one really knows how many unmarked graves in back... Murderers, rapists, all manner of sexual predators. The worst of humanity. 
But I thought families were put here, like good-hearted, church-going people. Mostly. But Gil told me once that when an inmate went unclaimed in prison, and there were many, simply because most families wanted nothing to do with those types, that they would often bring them here, bury them secretly in unmarked plots, sometimes dumping them on top of each other. Oh, God. They did that for nearly a century. Uncounted bodies. The things Gil used to tell me about those men that ended up in the cemetery. Well, I shudder to think what he chose not to share. Don't you think their spirits have moved on? I mean, they're not here anymore. They've stepped into the light or whatever is on the other side. My dear, there was no light at the end of the tunnel for those men. If you had committed the crimes that they had... And there was no doubt in your mind that the only thing that awaited you on the other side was damnation. Wouldn't you hold on to this world with everything you could muster? But they're dead. And even if there are ghosts, they can't hurt us anymore. I wish I could be so sure. (laughs) Well, it's getting late, and I'd better get back to the bus stop. Take care, dear. Wow, what's cooking? Here, let me get your coat. Hey, I've got dinner ready. Just grab a seat at the table. I know, that's amazing. You didn't tell her, did you? No, I didn't breathe a word. Listen, I really hate to do this, but I've got to go back into work. What? No. I know, terrible timing, right? Listen, there's this new guy in on second shift. He's got his hands full. Good news is, once we get him trained, I can be here with you at night. Well, that would be terrific. Yeah, so we'll talk about our exciting news later, okay? Love you, hon. I'll text you later. Who taught you how to cook? Well, when you're off at school, you learn these things. Pull up a chair. We hardly ever eat at the table. What brought this on? I thought we'd celebrate. Joel had some good news on the job front. Right. I also have some good news. I caught something very interesting on that little recorder. Here, have a bite. Smells good. Chili? It's kind of hot, but not too spicy. Joel liked it. I added a little something extra. See if you can figure it out. I'll go grab the recorder. Hello? Hey, what's shaking, Bacon? You're completely ridiculous. Why? What have I done now? Okay, I don't know what you're up to, but haha, very funny. So, I'm just going to pretend like I know what you're talking about. Anyway, I'm at the quick stop. Do you want me to pick up something? (laughs) Kayla, this is not one of your better pranks. Well, if you don't need anything, I'll be there in an hour or so. The real reason I called, though, is I talked to our parapsychology expert here in class, and we spoke a little about the dream you were telling me about the other night. You know, the one where Joel comes home, and you find out the next morning that actually Joel didn't come home that night? I told you not to be sharing this stuff with strangers. Relax. I didn't use your real name. So anyway, there's this actual phenomenon associated with ghostly doppelgangers that can appear in your dreams or even right in front of you in broad daylight. They usually take the appearance of loved ones or family members to gain your trust, and then they do some... Well, really twisted stuff. So you're saying there's, like, a double of Joel walking around that's... It could look like Joel or... anybody. 
You figured out that extra ingredient? You startled me. Who are you talking to? I'm not really sure right now. I like to leave a little piece of myself in everything I cook. That sounds kind of weird. <laughs> oh, Megan, you silly girl. I'm talking about extra love. Who's that on the phone? Just a friend of mine. Megan, you need to get out of there. Where are you going? You haven't even finished your dinner yet. Is something wrong? No, it's fine. I just... There's something I forgot to do. Uh, where's your car, Kayla? I didn't see it parked out on the street. Oh, God, Megan, get out of that house! It's in the shop. <laughs> that old beat-up Chevy. It's always in the shop, isn't it? That's right. Megan, I drive a Honda. Get out of that house. I'm on my way. Stay on the line Not a with good me. idea to go out. It's not safe for a young woman in the city after dark. I guess you're not really safe anywhere, are you? Why do you keep backing away? We're sisters, Megan. Don't you want to spend some quality time with your sister? Oh, Christ! It's pitch dark in here. Oh, the wiring in these old houses. Lucky the place hasn't burned down. Megan, get out of there! Are you okay? Modern phones not very dependable, are they? It's no use, Megan. The deadbolt is locked, and I have your key. Don't worry. You're safe in here. It's just you and me. been listening to Capfire Radio Theater. Tonight's tale, Whispers from Hell, was written, directed, and produced by John Ballantyne.
featured in the cast were Rachel Arling, Shelby Sessler, John Patrick Melendez, Diane Gilbert, and Tanya Milevich. Music by Kevin Hotnell. Sound design by Kevin Hotnell and John Ballantyne. Additional sound courtesy of Free Sound Project. Mixing and post-production by John Ballantyne. Share the horror and visit us at CampfireRadioTheatre.com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theatre. Providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC proudly presents Wrinkly's Believe It or Forget About It, bringing you strange but true tales and oddities from all over this wide world. And here is your host, Mr. Robert Wrinkly. Hello, I'm Robert Wrinkly. And lastly, here is the story of Johnny Warden of Halifax, Nova Scotia, who, as second mate of the cargo ship SS Montblanc, miraculously survived the explosion of that vessel on December 6th, 1917, and the subsequent destruction of the Richmond district of Halifax, and the deaths of more than 2,000 Haligonians by the simple miracle of having been in the bed of a prostitute neighboring Fort Sackville at the time. He was known as Lucky Jack for the rest of his life. He died in 1947 in Queens, New York at the age of 62. Interestingly enough, in the bed of another prostitute. Believe it or forget about it. I'm Robert Wrinkley. Ta-ta for now. You've been listening to a special feature of Pulp Puri Theater. Wrinkley's Believe It or Forget About It. Brought to you by Mutual of Ohm. Providing spiritual insurance for your past, your present, and your future since 500 BC. This is Gramercy Noun speaking. We return you now to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs>